Jesus' life's blood. I think quite possibly it was the exact same place. And so we see Genesis 22 is a beautiful picture of a a father giving his son and that son being made a sacrifice. Can I say to you today, a pivotal part of the gospel is that Jesus bled and died for man's sin. Amen. Aren't you glad this morning he died in your stead? I think about I think about uh, the story there of the vicarious death. It was planned out by God in Genesis twenty-two and uh, and at verse number two, the Bible said, and He said, "Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest." It was God's idea for Abraham to take Isaac up on Mount Moriah and offer him as a sacrifice. Can I say to you this morning that the Bible tells me in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. I tell you that the Bible said that it pleased God to bruise him. Oh, he was bruised for our transgressions. He was wounded for our iniquities. Some of you in here are still lost and in your sin, but you don't have to be. God paid the price. He sent his son, and that son that was sinless became sin for us. He bore our sin. He who knew no sin became our sin. And that's what, I, that's what God was showing Abraham up there on Mount Moriah he was showing him that he had a plan to redeem mankind and it had to do with the giving of a son I can't imagine giving one of my youngins I love everybody in this building I mean I'd fight for you I'd take a bullet for you I would but can I say that when it comes to my family I'd fight for them first I can't imagine as much as I love you I can't imagine giving my children for you but Paul said this he said pre-adventure for a righteous man some would even dare to die but God commendeth his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us when we were filthy and rotten and cursing God God sent his son his son gave his life that's the story of Calvary aren't you glad this morning that he died in our stead oh my We see that this vicarious death was seen in the life of Isaac. And it was seen because it was planned by God. But then think about this. Not only was it planned by God, but we see that it was placed on Isaac. Look what the Bible said in verse number 6. The Bible said, And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering, and laid it upon Isaac, his son, and took the fire in his hand. I'll show you something right here. If I get right undignified, you'll just have to put up with me. How about we see that for three days they've journeyed, and the wood of the sacrifice, Brother Billy, has been laid upon that back of that old donkey. And that old donkey has been carrying the wood of that sacrifice, bowed down heavy under that load. But when they came to Mount Moriah, the father took that load off that donkey and he placed that load on the back of his son. 
Some of you are getting ahead of me now. Uh, he took that load off that donkey uh, and he placed it on the back of his son. Uh, now that donkey who's a picture of a sinner uh, and that load that's a picture of sin uh, is no longer having to bear up underneath that burden. Uh, but that burden has been placed on the son uh, and now the son is bearing up under the burden. Uh, hey, can I tell you this morning, uh, I carried my old filthy rotten sin uh, for a great many years. Uh, it bared down on me and it burdened me. Uh, but one day at Calvary, I'm glad he took that burden off of my back uh, and he put it on the back of his son uh, and I no longer have to carry that burden anymore. Uh, I thank God Jesus bore that burden uh, yonder at Calvary. That ought to make a wooden Indian shout. I'm telling you, he bore my burden. We see it was placed on Isaac. But then not only that, but think about this. It was permitted by Isaac. Did you know that when the Lord, or when Abraham took Isaac up on Moriah, most people agree that, most theologians agree that He was probably a strapping boy, 18, 19, 20 years old. Abraham is over 100 years old. When it dawned on Isaac what was going on, Isaac could have jumped up off that altar and shoved his daddy down and said, oh man, you're not going to strap me to no altar. You're not going to, I don't know who you think you are, but you ain't going to kill me. But you know what Isaac did? He laid his hands out willingly. He said, Father, I'll do it. You say this is what God wants. You say this is God's will. He gave of himself willingly. Oh my, I think about the Lord and how that he walked up Calvary's hill willingly. How he didn't fight. As a sheep before shears is dumb, so he openeth not his mouth. The Bible said in Isaiah 53, I think about how he Oh my goodness. Hey, he put his arms out uh, and he willingly gave of himself uh, for such a sorry wretch as me. Uh, oh my, what a savior. What a savior. What a savior. He gave of himself for me. Think about this. We see that he saw the, I got to hurry, he saw the virgin birth. We see that he saw the vicarious death. But watch this. He saw in his son Isaac the victorious resurrection. Oh, preacher, you say, how did he see that? Well, look, in, look at the timing in verse number four. Watch this. Verse four says, then on the third day. You think that's an accident? You're crippled through half crutches if you believe that's an accident. He said, then on the third day. He said, preacher, Isaac was not dead three days. Well, I can prove to you in the book of Hebrews chapter number 11 that Abraham, in Abraham's mind, Isaac was dead because he accounted God faithful who was able to raise Isaac up. So that's what the, the book of Hebrews said. So in Abraham's mind, it's a picture of God the Father. In Abraham's mind, for the entire three-day journey to Moriah, his son Isaac was dead. <laughs> three days. Then up on the altar... Isaac said, Father, where is the where is the lamb? Here's what God said, or here's what Abraham said. Abraham said, Son, God will provide himself a lamb. 
and he laid Isaac out and he took his knife and as his knife is in the air, there's an angel that says, do the child no harm. And then the bands were cut. <laughs> the bands of death were cut. And, Abra- and, and Isaac was allowed to be loosed and freed. Can I say to you this morning that, that my, hey, Jesus bled and died on Calvary's tree, but he didn't stay dead. Thank God on the third day, the bands of death were loosed. I I began to think about, you know what happened when Jesus died on Calvary, went to paradise according to the Bible. He went to paradise. And no doubt for many thousands of years, there had been patriarchs that had rolled into paradise. And everybody that rolled in, they said, are you him? Nobody's coming. I thought about Isaiah. He rolled into paradise. Isaiah, are you him? No, but I had a vision. He's going to be born of a virgin. I began to think about how that when John the Baptist rolled in, are you him? No, but guess what? He's a coming. I've been preaching about him. And he's up yonder preaching the gospel. And folks is getting healed. And sinners is getting saved. That old thief rolled in off the cross. They said, are you him? He said, no, but he's right behind me. Here he comes. And when he rolled in, he checked in not to stay. But he checked in to check out. Amen. Death had held on to everybody that ever went to paradise. With the exception of the ones that Jesus had raised. Amen. Don't you know when he died, old man death thought, I don't know about this. Because we had Lazarus. But at this man's word, we had to turn him loose. We had the widow Nain's son. But at this man's word, we had to turn him loose. I ain't real sure if we're going to be able to hold on to this fella. And guess what? He wasn't able to. Amen. He came out victorious over somebody. I ought to say amen. However, victorious over death, hell, and the grave. I remember I heard uh, Buster Seaton say one time that uh, an old man death run a desk there at the hotel death and said everybody that ever come checked in and signed in their name and the duration of their stay was forever. And said when Jesus checked in and signed his name, old Mr. Death looked at it and said, I never have seen a signature like that before. All you wrote was I am. And you've done done something nobody else has ever done. You've put a checkout date of three days from now on your registry. I'm here to tell you that was my Savior. Amen. He came out. He came out. He came out. And because he lives, you can live. And because he lives, I can live. Aren't you glad this morning that we serve a risen Savior? Woo. We see this loosing. Then this substitute. Let me think about this substitute. And then I got one more thing here. I'm going to preach on a little bit. Two more things. I'm sorry. Two more things. Let me think about this substitute. He said God will provide himself a lamb. Never had thought about this till today. But it was a ram that was caught in the thicket that Abraham offered. Not a lamb, a ram. <laughs> God don't make no mistakes. Abraham said, son, God will provide himself for lamb. And then there was a ram that they offered in Isaac's stead. But 2,500 years later, at that same place, 
I believe probably the same place where Abraham was sent, he said, he said, God will provide himself a lamb. 2,500 years later, here comes the Lamb of God uh, marching up Calvary's hill. Uh, and I can hear the angels say, God hath provided. God hath provided. Oh, a spotless, sinless lamb uh, to bleed and die. What a lamb. He saw the vicarious death. I got to hurry. He saw the victorious resurrection. Watch this. He saw, he saw the visible ascent. What are you talking about? Well, over there in the book of Acts, Jesus gets taken up out of heaven or out of, off of earth into heaven. And the angel says, ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up? This same Jesus shall come like Mary. You know that. Do you believe that, he, that, you believe that I, I, Abraham saw that in the story of Isaac? Now, I want you, let me show you something right here. Let me show you something. Those of you who the Bible, you're going to go, wow. Because, you know, when I stole this from somebody else, I went, wow, it's good. Look at verse 19. Now, this is, after, this is after the story of Mount Moriah. Watch this. Verse 19. So Abraham, so Abraham returned unto his young men. Where's Isaac? Why would that verse have not said, so Abraham and Isaac returned to the young men? Don't say that. So Abraham, where's Isaac? Now, I asked Trey this question. We was here together one day this week, and I walked down to his office, and I asked him this question. He said, Dad, do you think he left him on the mountain? No, I don't think he left him on the mountain. But I think the Bible's perfect. And this is a picture of Christ. And so it says, so Abraham. Now, let me give you something interesting. Isaac is never mentioned again in the first person until he sees Rebecca coming up over the hill. <laughs> in other words, <laughs> After that resurrection there on Mount Moriah, you don't see Isaac anymore in the first person until he's together with the bride. Study your Bible and see if I ain't right. Oh, we can see his visible ascent. You know, the Lord, he went away, but he's not going to stay gone. Because let me tell you something else Abraham lived to see. He lived to see the victorious return. (laughs) My goodness, there's some preaching right here, Brother Martin. I'm about to preach myself to death. He lived to see a victorious return. What are you talking 